Welcome to the Ethos Forum podcast, an exploration of leadership in higher education. Today, I'm speaking with Professor Helen Bartlett, currently Vice-Chancellor at Federation University in Australia. Professor Bartlett is renowned for her research in health and aged care, but it is her extensive experience as a higher education leader on which we will focus today. This experience has included leadership roles in Australia, the United Kingdom, Hong Kong and Malaysia. Professor Bartlett, welcome to the Ethos Forum podcast. Let me start by asking you about some of the core values that have been enduring in this career of leadership. I would say that the values of inclusion, trust, building teams that are uh, confident where they are accountable and responsible for the work that they do, where they feel um, their voices can be heard, and where there is a shared responsibility for achieving goals, Mm -hmm. for setting and, and achieving goals together. So I think leadership is something that you can't do on your own. You can only do it by creating effective teams, uh, high-performing teams, where there is a high level of trust. So these teams are not just research teams, they're teams of administrative people, they're teams of a mix of admin and uh, and academics. Um, it's, It's not always there within universities, is it? No, that's right. And valuing everybody's contribution as you drive you know, set and, and, and drive goals into a delivery phase. You, you rely on so many types of people, you know, the uh, support staff, the technical staff, mm. executive assistants, you know, your immediate executive mm. team, the senior academics. It really is about bringing everybody on the journey. Mm. And to do that, you have to be extremely transparent and honest and open. Transparency, openness and honesty are core values to to back up some of those issues of teamwork. Absolutely. If you can't develop an atmosphere where those values, where people feel secure and recognise those values, it is very hard to progress, you know, in the way that that you would like to. I want to reflect on the nature of academia and those who often aspire to leadership because it seems to me that a lot of younger academics do not go into academia with a strong aspiration for leadership. But younger academics may be listening to this podcast who are considering early leadership roles that they may have been approached to take. What are some of the opportunities and landmines that these younger academics face when given these opportunities for Mm. leadership? Mm. I think they, uh, young academics, do need to be conscious of where their own careers are heading and how taking up different types of opportunities may kind of, at certain times, take them off course or may open up a new pathway. And Mm. it's, it's trying to understand how those opportunities will fit together Look, sometimes it's just worth taking an opportunity uh, mm. to broaden your horizons as a, as a young academic, uh, to get noticed, to put your hand up, demonstrate that you have some skill sets that might not otherwise be detected. So I am more than a researcher within my discipline. I have more to offer beyond that. 
Absolutely. By putting a hand up for, um, say, um, a project that's come up where, you know, it's a time-limited uh, piece of work that requires, you know, that would benefit from you because you have a very good planner, you know, can deliver on time and that sort of thing. Looking out for those sorts of opportunities can be very, very useful to get noticed mm-hmm. within your department or mm-hmm. your faculty or your mm-hmm. broader organisation. But you have to be very careful that you're not putting your hands up all the time and, mm-hmm. and becoming swamped because mm-hmm. you can um, be a really good civilian in um, an organisation uh, like a university. There's always so much to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is a, a danger that if you are overly willing, you will end up getting all of the jobs. And, and sometimes that can be a little bit distracting. So being discerning, I think... Being discerning, important. being judicious, sometimes look for opportunities mm-hmm. of time-limited projects where you can demonstrate mm-hmm. that you are more than your research question, mm-hmm. that you are looking across the institution that you're getting an understanding of the system in which mm. the university operates. And, and that in itself can start to open up opportunities because broader exposure that you can have in a university, the more you discover about mm. the, uh, the wealth of opportunities that mm. there are beyond your particular narrow field. Yes, and when you do that, I imagine that you're developing relationships with people outside of your discipline mm. and that can yield some interesting benefits as well. Absolutely. Hmm. So when you look back on your career, can you pinpoint a time when you thought there might be more that you could offer in that way? Do you look to see, if is there a time when that was happening for you? When I was doing uh, research full time, you know, that there is a tendency to become very, very focused on the grant writing, published output, building the collaborations, um, and everything that goes with keeping a team of, of researchers together. It becomes almost routine in a way. I do start to wonder after many years of doing that, and I've spoken to researchers who have changed from a sort of research track into other opportunities mm. because they feel there's not enough space mm. and time to explore and experiment Mm -hmm. with other things. So I think for me, you know, changing my track from being a full-time research leader to becoming more involved in university management Mm -hmm. was a very pivotal point in my career. And what was that pivot? You were heading up a research group. What did you do immediately after that to pivot into a leadership track? Well, I took a role as um, Pro Vice-Chancellor and President of a regional university Mm. uh, campus. Mm. Well, it was a a GO8 university Mm. with a a regional campus. It somehow attracted me because of the community dimension, and Mm. I had started my career in community health. Mm. So here was an opportunity for me to have broader influence, to bring my research credentials into campus community, to build strategic areas of focus, to engage with the needs of that community and enhance the community's presence and involvement with the university. So it somehow felt to me right that Mm. it kind of brought together a number of my experiences and yet also presented me with a new challenge, something that was perhaps a little bit scary, a little bit unknown, Mm. But that, I've always liked that yes. with 
each of my career steps, I suppose, I, I've always pushed myself. Although you're taking another step, you have a handrail of a value that has been important to you through your career. Community engagement is something that's been important for you. Even though there was a challenge in that new step, there was still that anchor point which you knew was important to you. I think without that, there wouldn't be the same level of motivation Mm -hmm. and drive. Mm -hmm. I think that there has to be something to hang your decision on, you know, that really you find very appealing, that it's not just about another career step, but it's something that is actually going to stretch you, going to bring your skill set in a beneficial way into a new opportunity. Yes, because you are developing all the time, aren't you? you Mm. When you take another step, you are, in effect, growing opportunity, but you are letting something go Mm. as well. Did you ever look back at the research career and think, I've made a difficult decision, a difficult choice. Was there any regret at all in those um, things? There's always um, a feeling that, oh, look, you know, you've um, halted something that was still moving yeah. and um, that, you know, it would be harder to return to it should you want to later in your career. It's a question of burning bridges, isn't it? It, it, it is. But, but now, when I think about that, yes, um, I could have probably been in a different place now if I had continued with my research career, but I've remained incredibly interested about my field of of work, of research, and now I think, you know, I see um, the opportunities in the years ahead of being a commentator Mm -hmm. in that area, but with another set of of skills Mm -hmm. that kind of can bring you know, a new sort of dimension yes, to, and, to and your Yes, and a nuance to it. As a, mm. So you haven't let it go. You stay connected with that field, as you say, as a commentator, mm. but at the same time having a, a professional role as a vice-chancellor where mm. your breadth of influence across academia is broader than just your research group. And you become an advocate. I mean, as an academic, you know, well, you're not in advocacy per se, but um, you know, if you are so experienced in a field of research uh, and understand the evidence, then you know it, it is the right thing to do mm. to continue to develop that interest, to share it, and to focus it where you think it can make mm. a difference. So there is no right answer here. Some mm. people will choose to stay with their research yeah. because that is their passion. Mm. Other people like you will see an opportunity to contribute to a larger space, not turning your back on your research, but adding value to academia in a different, a different way. Absolutely, and and I think in um, you know leadership, senior leadership roles in a university, you can have an even broader influence, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that is what is a surprise to many young academics mm-hmm. that they perhaps don't appreciate that. If you choose to go into um, a management uh, position, um, a leadership position, that actually uh, you you have the opportunity to broaden your sphere of influence, and that in itself is incredibly satisfying and is a great privilege. Well, that concludes episode one of my discussion with Professor Helen Bartlett. In episode two, we pick up this conversation when Helen discusses some personal reflections and learnings from a time when she was a less experienced leader.